Bam, we're live. Good morning, Marissa. Good morning, Ernie. Good morning, Kells. Good morning, Paulina. Hey, what's up, girl? Good morning. Congrats on the on the Colton Colton beans over at Paper Street Coffee. Great work. Very cool with the t-shirt and all. It's dope. Uh, twice in the last week, uh, I have heard from people that um, I get paid by CrossFit or that I'm contracted with CrossFit. Uh, you should know that uh, I. I worked for a year for CrossFit uh, for free. Um, I guess I didn't work for them. I, I volunteered for a year. And then that was like in 2006. And then in 2000, I don't know, seven or eight, I was hired and I was worked for CrossFit for a year or two. And then I was put on contract for a year and then I was brought back on. Um, and since then, um, when I was fired, I don't know what year I was fired, 2020, let's say, I have not received a single dime from CrossFit and any uh, cooperation that I've had from CrossFit, I truly appreciate like getting access to the games, but I have not received a dime from them. I have not been contracted by them. And um, it's complete fucking insanity to say that kind of shit. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know that a uh, couple morons uh, keep spreading that rumor. Uh, people you're very familiar with that I think most of you would agree were morons and shit starters. A matter of fact, a week before uh, I went to the games, uh, one, two, uh, one of the biggest haters in this in the CrossFit space, someone who just spews venom and hates on CrossFit, uh, Sporty Beth, uh, tried to get me so that I couldn't go to the CrossFit games and uh, CrossFit panicked and wrote a four-page letter letting everyone know on their staff that I, um, they were no way affiliated with me. Oh, fix my mic. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. That, that shit's pretty annoying when people say that I work for them or I've taken a dime from them when I, um, clearly have not taken a dime from them. Not even close, not even close. I, I, it's cool that Dave comes on. It's cool that um, I, if I want, um, I have access to text Don. I, I don't. You know, if I, if I text something to him, very rare. Um, it's cool that uh, I have, I don't know. I, I know people. I, I, I know Karen Thompson. I know she got a contract with them to help them with their health conference. Um, I know Kevin Ogar. I had him on yesterday. Should they pay Who? me? Fuck uh, Kevin Ogar. Um, they pay me, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm the loudest voice in the space, and I push their message more than anyone. But it, you know, there was a lesson to be learned from Kevin Ogar. He comes up a lot. I love Kevin. I consider him a friend. Yeah, he had um, very nice things to say about you, also. Yeah, I, I. Uh, he appreciates I what you've like done this. for the world. Yeah, I, I. I uh, and this is understatement in saying that I encouraged his litigation. Oh, with the um, with the event organizers that where he got wounded, injured. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And it, and that potentially and eventually did catch me up, from which I got excused, and so it wasn't a, it wasn't a entirely a, a selfish or nasty act. Uh, <laughs> It maybe had some of those flavors, 
but I encouraged it because it was the right thing to do. And what I'm wondering here, as we talk about Kevin, because he's he's famous in our community, I wonder I wonder how many people know the lesson of Kevin Olgar. You guys are smart. I mean, like, what was it? What's it? What's the takeaway? Don't put plates behind your lifting platform. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and you know what's funny too? <laughs> if I had to make a list, of- <laughs> you feel so good, Caleb. You got that right. Good job, Caleb. Yes. Caleb, you know, feel proud. But I tell you what. I was sitting here thinking of, of all the fuckers I know that like to talk about Kevin Olga, Caleb's probably one of a thousand that, that know that, that know that. Because I tell you what, I had to spend money to get it demonstrated clearly that the collection and inventory behind the lifter was the, was the cause of the injury. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Will you tell that story? I forgot about that. I just did. I just did. And it, it wasn't um, cheap. It wasn't so you cheap. Had- it, but it was it was obvious to me, even though the, the original footage that I saw um, didn't give enough, it was clear to me that that bar was leaving them coming. Ba- basically, the, the the way that the accident was described and the way the footage was presented didn't uh, show it accurately. It was misleading. Okay. Well, from what from what Kevin from what happened to Kevin, there was no lesson for him to learn. For organizers of those events, all the lessons on God's earth. He did everything right. His dump was perfect. It was a, it was a good bailout. It was free and clear of him. It hit the inventory and came back. Severed his spinal cord. From an upward trajectory, about 45 degrees. Kaboom! After a full bounce off the inventory. That's and the, wild. And the, com- and the compelling evidence for that was the trajectory of the inventory. What made those plates take off? They got hit by what? There's only one answer. Right. Anyway, he, he was on the show yesterday. He uh he he's uh I love that kid. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He, he's a he's a cool dude. Hard worker. And the organizers um needed to just roll over insurance wise and instead they were resistant pricks and made everyone that holds events look bad and what happened my broadcast pan uh, uh, sponsor espn under the influence of other friends of crossfit mm, mm. reports the ogar industry the day before the games as a crossfit injury and the circumstance of that mishap would have never occurred on my watch. The idea of the of of getting tangled up in your inventory had occurred to me probably 15 years prior to that accident. Mm. You don't work out with anything. You don't go overhead with any weight, with anything behind you, whether it's a weight tree, a garage door. You can barely excuse a cement floor being behind you as you lift overhead. much less a dumbbell or a bicycle.
Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning, dude. Good hey, morning, Greg. Greg, do you remember this? Um, Practical uh, advice, a little history. It's all right here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember when um, there was this uh, statistic we came across? I don't remember the year it was, but that basically, I think we were ar- around 7,000 gyms. And there were 7,000 diabetes centers in the United States also. And they were opening at the same click. Like every every two minutes and 40 seconds, there was a – or every two hours, there was a gym opening. And every two hours, there was a uh, diabetes, diabetes center opening. It's dialysis centers. And, sorry, and sorry. It's, it's 7,500. Let me tell the story. It's 7,500. We were <laughs> neck and neck with, with dialysis centers. And so oh. I got this dialysis finder app. Mm-hmm. and put it on fucking full-blown save-your-life mode so it would beep and buzz and shit. My phone would when I drive highway. Yeah. And we're at LAX, and it's going off. There's two there. There's two dialysis centers at LAX at the airport. And what is a dialysis center? You go in there, and they switch your... It's a place, what... it's a place where all your blood's removed and replaced with your blood minus some of what you need and a lot of what you don't need. So it's for people who are insulin resistant, who they, they've eaten too no, much sugar. For, no, 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 no. It's for ESRD fives, people that don't have kidney function. And so okay. it's a man-made uh, Nobel Prize winning, I think it's Hughes Medical Research Institute <laughs> um, uh, uh, apparatus that that changes your blood. And it takes something like like some crazy, I wouldn't even do it, like some, someone will call it, but an enormous amount of pure water for you to go through a two or three hour treatment. We got to yeah, see there. behind the scenes in the dialysis center and here's what goes on in the back room. And it's it's a fate, it's a fate worse than death. And this is for people that are end stage renal disease five, that's it, you're dead. There's an ESRD four and you're terminal there. Those people are those people are walking dead. But five, that's the that's the other side of life. And centers that do that are as numerous as CrossFit gyms. And so we put word out, hey, let's find a CrossFit gym that's in the same shopping as a dialysis center. And boom, we did several. And Can you pull the photo out, up, Caleb? Of what? Did we did we run that picture? This, someone sent me this this morning. This is in Australia. Diabetes Australia next to... Uh... <laughs> Ultra CrossFit. There's a dialysis. Yeah, center. but I don't. I don't know that that's a dialysis center. Good enough for me. I just diabetes thought it was a funny isn't, photo. Isn't all what they got? I mean, a lot of it's metabolic disease, but there's there's other kind of fancier paths. Once you start using that service from a dialysis center, you have like a five year survival rate, right? Yeah, I think it's I think it's less, but that would be a max. I think the median, I think the mean, but look it up. I think it was three years. Uh, Judy Reed, of- let, Gre- let Greg tell the story. Uh, Sevon, uh, uh, Sevon, let Greg talk. Uh, Wad Zombie, Greg's fiery today. Christine Young, uh, Sevon getting spanked this morning. Dan Guerrero, Sevon, A for effort, buddy. All right. All right everyone settle down. Man. Hey, did they surpass CrossFit gyms? Are there more dialysis centers now? I, have, I- I'm no longer in that. I no longer care about it either. I would uh, think, like, I know CrossFit, I, I'm going to say diabetes, the, the dialysis centers one. 
And Greg, do you remember stories we would hear about people in dialysis centers and they'd be just they'd be sitting in chairs getting their blood taken out and put in while they're they're sipping a thirty two ounce big gulp. Of I got taken soda. through. I'm not even going to name the school. They probably get canceled for bringing a counselor guy through the bowels of their of their misery factory. But uh, I've I've taken a firsthand tour. I've seen portions and aspects of dialysis that nobody's seen. I've seen the chained inmate brought in with shackles like the, like like it's uh the green mile remember that yeah, yeah like they got they got that dude coming in moving it half a mile an hour he's he's as big as a kodiak bear and this guy's coming to get dialyzed at the university and then he's going to go out the back door down the elevator and off and there's no one in there who doesn't it's it's got it's got all the charm of a of a mm. of a morgue. Yeah, that guy. I Greg saw that dude getting dialed. <laughs> yeah, but, but instead of the instead of the overalls, and look at that prison garb. Isn't that amazing? That must have been all they had that fit him, and that doesn't. But this guy was all in orange. It looked like that dude. So sad. So sad. There was a woman sitting there that was getting dialyzed. And she saw us, and you know what she did? She put her jacket over her head. And I never looked over at it again. I was like, I wanted to cry. I couldn't believe it. Like, that's, she's at the depths of living and just didn't want to make eye contact with people being taken on a tour of their misery. Jeez. I wouldn't go on another, I wouldn't go into another dialysis center. You couldn't pay me to go in. Uh, and I know you're not an expert in the environment, but a, an environmental disaster, correct? Dialysis centers, just the ma they're they're just they're horrible for the environment. Sure, I'm an expert on environment. Oh, sorry, my bad. Isn't everybody? Yeah, everyone. Mm. Hey, if mm. Greta Thunberg is. Well, right, right. Yeah. A triple PhD at that point. I'm not a 16 year old stupid chick. Yeah, no, they go through. I, I, someone look it up. How much water is used? They told me, and I was I was absolutely amazed at the amount of pure water that just goes down the drain in the oh, course man. of one session. You found it already, Caleb? This is just this is like a gross estimate for like everything. Global annual water use for dialysis is two hundred sixty-five million. Whatever that measurement is, cubic meters. Yeah, cubic meters a year. There you go. Uh, two thirds of the water is represented by reverse osmosis rejected okay, water. Now, just, oh man! Brother, look up, look up, uh, look up the uh, the volume of a uh, of a small lake. Uh, Jan Clark. Bonjour, bonjour, les garçons gays. I think this guy called this gay. Uh, by the way, someone posted in there that the um, Red Cross is asking. Um, about your vaccination status when you give blood. I, I I looked into that and they said it was um the fact checker said it's it's not true. The volume of water in a lake is usually expressed in acre feet. One acre foot contains three hundred and twenty five thousand gallons. Thirty two million gallons. Just for your basic generic um, Yeah that's not that's not what we're looking for, is it? I think we were looking at that, that was a volume. Wasn't that cubic meters? Yeah. You so get, get me cubic meters to gallons and then we then we can do the do the math. Did you see the footage of the little riot in the uh 
migrants uh, shelter in New York that happened yesterday? In a gym. Oh, was that a gymnasium? Yeah, a gymnasium with cops everywhere. Yeah, this late a black cop lady got hit with a backpack. Flying backpack hits her in the head in the beginning of the video. Bounces off her head. Hey, Can you ma- imagine what would you happen what? to you if you did I that? Think, I think the statue says, "Bring us your huddled masses," doesn't it? Yeah. Right? Sorry, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Matt. You're right. Illegal aliens. My bad. You know, let me let me put something let me put something into my perspective. If we had law enforcement that generally and everywhere would stomp your dick into the dirt and throw you in the clink for misbehavior, wouldn't this problem be very different? Wouldn't we wouldn't it be a natural filter to the people coming in? I mean the NYPD of old, the people that were that were rude in the shelter. Dude, you'd be swallowing your teeth in it, Rikers. A fate worse than Columbia or wherever the fuck you came from. But the overwhelming majority of those people are significant contributors to our way of life. We got a generation of folks that, that aren't having babies. And that's going to spell... Uh, that's going to spell great trouble for them in their later years for those that aren't having the babies and the few kids that they have um their lives will be shit that's what happens when you let your population bottleneck and it happens very very quickly like idiocracy where all the dumb people have like 20 kids and all the smart people have no kids (laughs) yeah yeah but on average, but but on average, it's ZPG. So you have you have a generation, and all of a sudden, there isn't the wherewithal, the network, the structure to to take care of them. Imagine an end to Social Security. It comes immediately upon a, a generation that says, "Ah, we don't need kids." Yeah, you're up. You ain't getting any. We reported a story uh, a couple weeks ago, and you we see report- that you, you, you yeah, see that yeah, without, yeah. You, I mean, yeah. this is this is something that this is something that uh, eighth graders in Kansas in 1850 could have been like, check, got it. And were it not for the flow of illegals into this country, we would be much more li- vulnerable to that than we are. That's the truth of it. More this, vulnerable. This, yes, this ge- yes, this generation that isn't having kids is another time bomb. They also don't have savings accounts and they're not homeowners. Like they we have a I don't know if you know, but there's there's a generation that has self that has basically self-inflicted poverty and misery for themselves and subsequent generations. They're also they're also very, very, very left leaning. Why do people that are like Go ahead, Caleb. Do you mean the people that are like renting home or renting homes or apartments? Uh, that yeah, kind of thing? Uh, yeah, they're not spending yeah, it on homes. Yeah, and and... They might be in same-sex arrangements, right? They're LGBTQ, childless, uh, uh, no less savings than any generation ever. Uh, what else? Pension-free. 
living worthless paycheck to worthless paycheck, dependent on the stimulus, but they got their fucking masks on. Yeah, the least healthy generation also. Good luck to them. Hey, what do you mean self-inflicted? What um, self-inflicted? What do you mean by that? Well, their 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 liberalism is a self-inflicted vow of poverty. Mm. Oh, and it supported every every misstep they've made. All the substitutions that they've adopted to just not be like mommy. The interdependency they have with their parents. Like my buddy becomes Zen Buddhist because his mother's Baptist and she drives a Cadillac, so he's got a he's got a hybrid car, right? She's a Republican, so he's a Democrat. And on Easter Sunday, when she's serving ham, his kids want to know if they can't please have dead pig, and Dad says no. And 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 that interdependence, the the view that that I don't have because I'm not rapacious and didn't take that those that have are, are successful due to their guilt. All of that is 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 the is the the heart and soul of being a liberal and it's also fundamentally about poverty it's easier to be jay-z and pretend to be liberal than it is to really believe that shit and ever mm. have a fucking thing mm. or, or accomplish anything for anyone including yourself or others uh, um uh tank reeves someone uh, ought to send two bucks for that shit yeah, uh, I know a lot of right people that are renting and can't afford to buy a home. You know, there's this there's this notion uh, when you say you'll say stuff like, yeah, man, there's a lot of pedophilia coming from uh, the the left. And people will be like, well, there's tons of pedophilia in the church, too. The difference is, is the church isn't trying to normalize it. And the same thing is about be being poor and you'll have nothing. This WF notion you'll be poor and have nothing and love it the, i want to respond to the comment about you know a lot of right people i like this and i'm not i'm not talking about i think you're, i think you're mishearing me and there might be a little um, cart before horse here um what i'm saying is that the belief in self and the values and this and the world view that makes success possible is entirely <laughs> is entirely incompatible with success wildly completely incompatible with success it's it's a vow of poverty and and i don't need anyone telling me about rich monks people that took vows of poverty and, and got rich i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the value set that is consistent with 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 uh, success, they're now considered racist values. A, a, a vow of poverty and, and, and victimhood and all that stuff. Like these people. Oh, for, who, sure. for sure. Th uh, for sure. The example of the woman getting raped. But then saying that um, she doesn't want to prosecute the guy because she can afford the therapy to help her with that. And the guy who raped her, uh, he, 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 he wasn't privileged like she was, so, so it's not his fault. That's, that, there, there's a vow of some, some insanity. 
the 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 foolishness of attributing general capacities character traits and abilities on individuals based on their color where the the motivation or or impetus for discrepancy is someone else's dislike or feelings about you to lay that in front of someone is is incapacitating and so if you've if you're raising jews or black kids or uh whatever tell them from birth that the world hates them that they have no chance that the world's stacked against them and you make the challenges which are enormous inordinate of developing normally and grabbing the world by its ass and shaking it and finding success that looks like helping people and not having to live in mom and dad's basement when you're 40 right being able to afford uh have children and send them to decent schools and put a little fence around your property where you're safe from whatever is around you those things it's basics this is this has been going on for a long time and and the the totality of the left's position that is there are people that are and you know and the 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 soft bigotry of low expectations is the fundamental racism of the left have you been following the kansas city shooting as much as there is to follow it's pretty straightforward isn't it right but just how they revelers revelers had a dispute and settled it with gun violence right but they wouldn't they they had pictures of the people from day one and and they refused to show the pictures whereas whereas kyle rittenhouse was just exposed uh right away it's it's still very difficult to find the pictures of the people they got four people in custody two adults you know what if it was a flea market it wouldn't have made the news anywhere right right but it was the chiefs and taylor swift was there and she scored a bunch of touchdowns and so everyone's really excited right and and people disrupted that sadly were black because that diminishes the story if it had been white people had it been christians it would have been a much much bigger story right yeah, Vittorio. Vittorio, it happens uh, every night in Chicago. Yeah, it's, it's ha- right. the thing is, it's happening right. Two people are getting shot right now somewhere in the United States. That's right. Yeah. No, what what matters is 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 uh, Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs, Taylor Swift, and what do you mean? Some people were shot. That's fucked up. Fuck that scene up. Mama died. A lady with kids died. Got shot. Unarmed. Unarmed lady with kids. Uh, and happy. Can you imagine going down there? No. Bringing your kids. No.
Nope. Hey, I went to the US, to the uh, waste management open. Had uh, friends La- and neighbors. Not this there. year. Last year, right? Last year. Yeah. Last year. And there's like a K. Check that shit right off my list. Right. And uh, glad he doesn't listen to this. Um. Of course, it ends like it does. Not that it's over, but I mean, they had problems. We had uh, friends there. I think you heard Sammy, but Mikey B was there. And they ended up in a throng of people where inhaling and exhaling took thought. Right. And he, and he worried. And he's like, oh, so this is what happens. And I hear from the organizer a story that is not even slightly at odds with that. Hundreds of thousands of people smashed into an area where there should be maybe a thousand people. And and uh, the pickup on the alcohol bottles from where the buses brought them in because the parking spots were underwater due to the freakish storm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of trash bags full of disposable alcohol bottles. Damn. From the bus to the where the throng pressed and so a completely inebriated crowd a crazy crowd um hundreds and hundreds of cops there uh federal local uh uh, homeland security right in big numbers it's the largest sporting event in the united states it is much bigger than the super bowl millions of people come to town wow yeah, it's it's a wholly disruptive of our way of life. And uh, the uh, expectations for behavior were significantly reduced. Is and that over? Will they do it next year? Will they do it next year? It, it'll be different. It will be different. Oh, so I mentioned all the police there. and mm-hmm. And what I was told by the organizers that they're a hair away from a, 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 a point of bedlam where the police had no impact at all. It's the same whether they're there or not. Oh. They're as likely to be victims as they are to help. In other words, they can't do anything about 150,000 people panicked. Right. You, know, you won't do anything with 300 cops. A thousand cops. It's like what's being, it's like being a cop in New York City. Arrests are up. The cops are doing their job. They always do, which is amazing to me. Where? Where are they up? Just net, net, in, nation, in nation, New York. Oh, in good. New York. Good. Arrests are up. I'm, 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 I'm ready for them to do what they did in, um, is it Ecuador, or where they they arrested? Oh, basically, he he jailed El one El Salvador. He he put he jailed one percent of the population. And uh, they went from the murder capital of the world to they didn't have a murder in six months. Someone just wrote in the comments that there's a murder in Chicago every 22 hours and a person shot every four hours, five hours. Crazy. Hey, that, that story that broke a few weeks ago where they were going to give away 53. Oh, oh, that. Yeah, that's one of the guys right from uh, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only. Yeah, that's him. 
The other one I can't find his mugshot. Yeah, you have to find videos of the of the cops arresting them to see to see the guys. Uh, that story that we talked about uh, uh, a couple months ago, where or maybe a month ago, where uh, the uh, Mayor Adams, the city of New York, was going to give away fifty-three million dollars in debit cards. Well, the story has changed. It is cr- this is crazy. Ready for this? It's not that they're going to give away fifty-three million dollars in debit cards. It's that the company they contracted with is a fifty-three million dollar contract to just make and hand out the debit cards. But the actual amount that's going to be given out in debit cards has no limit and could go into oh. the billions. I see. Oh, wow. That, it, what a twist, right? Earlier this month, yeah, the it, post, yeah, go ahead. What and, a twist. And, and the economy that creates is larger and hidden. It's like the fantasy sports dwarfs the NFL's receipts, right? Did you know that? The uh, NFL used that in their in their when they when it went to the Supreme Court that hey that's our money, and the Supremes ruled, uh, no nah, actually it's not. Um, the uh, uh, the the it's the cartels that'll see the bulk of that economy. Oh, that money, the, the cartels will get the money from New York State. Um, no, there's a global economy created by, by in New York, promising this unended largesse that reaches word in, in El Salvador. And how am I going to get up there? And the cartels, that's what we do. Oh, oh, right, right, right. You've created you've created a market like I did. I think you should go to New York. Me? Don't you need ten thousand dollars? I could use it. That'd be nice. I think all you have to do is turn your pockets inside out and rub some dirt on your face. Seventy-three million Americans plan to wager on the NFL this year. Wow, I had no idea. So it dwarfs the the actual NFL's. Uh, economy the betting economy that that came up at the in front of the supremes i believe wow that's wild i got a great i got a great video to show you will you play that video caleb the transformation story you're gonna love this greg at least i loved it Here we go. It's dangerous as fuck right now. I don't know if you guys can see. I have a couple scars in my face. I got mugged like a month and a half ago. That's why I'm saying it's dangerous. Like it's genuinely dangerous. That shit sucks. But what I will say about it is like it changes your life. Like when I got mugged, I woke up, I was bleeding, I was concussed, and I woke up 100% Republican. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit will change your life. I'll tell you right now. I woke up like we're putting Trump back in office, right? Like, where's daddy, dude? Bring Giuliani back. How about that? The city is not safe, dude. We either get Batman or Trump, and y'all gotta fucking figure it out. Now, nearly they. It's true. Yeah, it's true, right? 
You just need to get Funny. mugged. If you're not a Republican Send yet, that. you need to get mugged. Send that to me, would you? In a Absolutely. text. Absolutely. Hey, did you like the did you like either of the videos I sent you? Oh my god, the the purge one is crazy. Crump, uh, who solved uh, it's the bottom one, uh, Caleb. Go ahead and pull yeah. that article up. That article is amazing. Do you want to there? Yeah, yeah. Let me just pull up the video of uh, him saying it. Sure, sure, yeah. I didn't even watch the video. I just caught on. Man, this is wild shit. This is uh, uh, Reverend Al Sh uh, Sharpton speaking with uh, another uh, activist who's an attorney, something, Ben Crump. This is unbelievable here. We can get rid of all the crime in America overnight, just like that. And people ask how attorney Crump changed the definition of crime. Mm. Of course, if, if you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal, you can predict who the criminal is going to be. It sounds yeah. like we're criminal, though. Yeah. Our existence no, is the culture, criminal. But they made no, no, the laws. They made the law to criminalize our culture, to black culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so when I think of Eric Garner, I always think of stuff like that. Loose cigarette. We can get rid of all the crime. So the notion here, what he said, if I heard correctly, is that um, black people are thieves and all we have to do so that they're not thieves is make it legal to steal. I'm going to accept it around drugs and maybe even the biden-esque um excessive uh sentences attached to behaviors that there was some motivation for because of the preponderance of blacks would affect i believe that uh the, Joe, the people i see on the internet greg dying from drugs are white people and the yeah, people i, I see stealing in the I stores know. on the internet are You're black not, people i'm not I saying don't. that the internet's right but white people seem to be dying from all the fentanyl i haven't seen yeah, one black the, person the problem in these videos i have with the problem I have with it is re is fixing a problem by by changing a definition. Yeah, right. That's my problem. The problem I have with black crime isn't weed; it's shooting at each other. Right, right, right. And 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 the problem I have is is even with arrests up, types of crimes like the smash and grabs going uh unsolved unreported untreated but we all get to watch them on tv that's where that's where i see society failing but i look to get you to think about it why don't we apply this disease you give me give me a disease you don't like and then i'm going to give you a list of symptoms i remove from the definition and you no longer have it you're cured right It's got a head in the sand aspect to it that's tragic. And it's and the and it serves the black community uh less well. And if you got low laws that are over strict in the black community, if you're more tolerant of weeds with with weed with white kids than you are black kids consistently, it probably bodes well for the black kids. The problem is that behaviors up to and including felonies are largely ignored. Dude, we were in the local donut shop on First Avenue and the, and the lady told us when I say there's a gun in the parking lot, they want to know if they're shooting at someone. And unless you get a yes, police are not coming.
Uh, uh, Sousa lives in Livermore, and twice this month uh, he's been in the uh, supermarket there, and he's seen people stealing and just uh, just walking out of the store and not paying. And also, and now that I think about it, six months ago someone followed him out to his car and he circled back on him. And that's in that that's in Livermore. And then Gavin Newsom was in a Target recently, and people were just stealing right in front of him. He missed two things. Newsom did. He missed the the state's disinterest in the in the uh, in the larceny um, up to what a thousand dollars, nine hundred something. They picked some magic number. And 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 was related to that first thing was seemingly completely unaware of it, right? Um, you can go on and on. It's not worth it. You think it's going to get? You think it's going to? There's going to be a reversal at some point. We're going to change course. No, he seemingly he tells the story willing willingly and swears to God it's true, right? Something everyone has seen the effects of, and so that means he lives in a world where he's been isolated from his from his own proclamations and beliefs. It's the worst kind of wealthy, you know, to talk about poor people eating ice cream in front of a, a, a fifty thousand dollar refrigerator. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's people that there's people that understand that. He's got to let them eat cake quality to him that you see in the hairdo. Dude, we're all locked down, and he's going out to eat in right. fancy restaurants that are supposed to be closed with pharmaceutical reps. Yeah, yes. And, yes. And, and and meanwhile, we're locked down. What? Well, it depends on who you are. Right. I'm grub hoping by the pool. But there's people that are in tenements that have plywood for windows and they don't spend any time indoors except to sleep. Caller, hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Um, is that all right if we switch to a little bit of affiliate talk? Sure. Who is this? My name is Marat. I'm from Georgia. Hey, Marat. Uh, what, what, Marat, what are you? What's your ethnicity? Are you related to me? <laughs> no, I'm Ukrainian. Okay, Murat sounds uh sounds like something Lebanese or something. All right. Yeah, I get that a lot. Murat, M-U-R-A-T, but I'm M-A-R-A-T. What's up, brother? So, yeah, I'd love the opportunity to talk to Greg. Um, I'm a two-year affiliate owner, and you know, started doing CrossFit actually in 2007, getting kicked out of Global Gyms, following .com. Um, 2011, joined my first affiliate. 2013 started coaching you know kind of taking that journey uh, i grew up in new jersey and during the pandemic got the hell out of that state and moved down south to a red state where they had freedom still um and then the opportunity presented itself to open an affiliate you know the idea was for my wife and i to join the local affiliate but we tried it out and it was kind of lacking what we were used to we came from an amazing affiliate in New Jersey, uh, Gorilla Fitness CrossFit Paramus. Shout out to Joe and the crew because, you know, best CrossFit gym I've been to. So we opened up our own gym and, you know, at first it was going well, but, you know, struggling right now. So I'd love to give Greg's take on it. Um, you know, membership is low. 
you know, we get compliments all the time about our coaching, but I don't know if it's just the area we're in, time, state of the world, you know, what can I do to kind of try to drive more people in? Is, is that your only job running the affiliate? No, it was, and I wasn't paying the bills. So I'm actually driving into my new full-time job now too. Mm. So now I'm double duty, double duty, uh, coaching some mornings and going to full-time job, coaching some evenings, also coaching my son's hockey team. So morning and night, I'm at it. Mm. That's tough. Murat, what's the community like at your gym? So we have a small base membership, but man, I'll tell you, the people that are there love it, all get along great, hang out outside of the gym. You know, and I'm really making changes in these people's lives. And, uh, you know, we are getting to the point where we're talking about possibly needing to shut down. And, like, I just can't stand the idea of these people not having our gym to go to. How many members? How many members? We're only at, like, 30 now. Down mm-hmm. a lot recently. And that does, and, and, and your, your rent alone is more than those 30 members. Whew. Speaking of rent, when, on top of my electric going up, gas going up, everything, um, insurance, my rent is going up an extra thousand dollars in a couple months. And it's crazy. Hey dude. Um, uh, Sousa has spoken at length that the passion, the era of the passion gyms are over the era of people opening gyms, uh, because they love CrossFit and they want to change people's lives are over. I've heard it. I've heard him talk about that. And, uh, I don't know. That could be, I don't know, but I, I, I tell you, and I don't know what you, what you should do. And it's hard for me even to say what I would do. Um, we're in some turf here. I don't quite have expertise on, but I, I do have a strong sense of, of a recommendation for you. And it's that you go to Krispy Kreme and get a $50 box of donuts and a $35 box of, uh, or two of uh, Starbucks coffee, and you have them all sit down with you and, and talk about what's wrong. Mm. And I would listen to them and, and either try what they think, or I would shut my doors. You mean the 30 clients, Greg, have a powwow, have a powwow with your membership? With the 30 that are left. Mm. And it's not a hundred dollars. When, you know, when people do leave and like, I understand life, you know, people leave for various reasons. Cost is a big one right now. Um, I understand. And I get it. Yeah, I understand that. You know, I can't, I'm not upset about, about that with them because, you know, you go to the grocery store, you can't walk out without spending like $300. It's insane right now. So, you know, when times are tough, I understand they almost $200 in membership is the first thing to go. Um, Aside aside from the things, Marat, aside from the things that are Biden's fault, we need to make sure that you're, that, that somehow there's something in your culture or from you that's contributing. And the 30 that are left may have a sense of that. And I would just, I would just want to hear them out on the very, on the very serious subject of, are we going to be here, um, uh, come summertime, we need to sit and talk about it. Maybe, maybe a a different structure is required where there's a membership fees and, and, uh, uh, 
uh, you know, people that sit on the uh, plank holders list that pays some rent for a while. But I don't think you I mean, have an obligation to lose money to something yeah. trying to help any number of people, whether it's 35 no, I, or, or 150. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm not one to blame what's going on around. I always try to look in internally and see what I could do to fix it. And, you know, people, sure. we ask them, we ask them, we ask them about, you know, what do you think of the coaching programming, cleanliness of the gym, all that things. It's I'd say 90% always so positive. That's why I have a hard time even thinking like, what can we do better? You know, we try to do some more community events. You know, we have the open coming up, you know, the open last year was great for us. You know, I'm hoping that kind of sparks things again. Um, and we do have people coming in constantly. We have a, very good conversion rate. You know, if somebody tries a class, I'd say 75% of them sign up. But it's a matter of... Well, know, right. if, everything, if everything's perfect and you're still having trouble making ends meet, I would, I would focus on the day job. But I, before that, right. I think I would, I would want to, to maybe step outside of my own assumptions briefly. And with $100 worth of coffee and donuts, I would sit down with those people and let them know that this might be our last meeting. What do y'all think? Yeah, that's a good idea. And that's if a good I idea. didn't I get definitely... some, if I didn't get insights or encouragement out of that, that's what it would be. It'd be the last, the last meeting. Because there's no upside to you losing money or suffering, um, trying to help people. It's, it's, it's yeah. not that kind of thing. Uh, and you know, um, do My those same people have, are they losing cable TV and shit? You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like my dad ran a successful business. He's he said the same thing. He said, you know, you can't, you can't, your life can't suffer just because you want to help other people. Murat, uh, uh, my kids go to a jujitsu gym, right? And I make it. Uh, my responsibility to t talk to, and, and it's a great gym and it's a, it's a, it's a cornerstone of, of kind of my kid's life, right? We're there at the gym five days a week and I make it my duty to tell other parents about the gym. And I want my, those two jujitsu instructors to be wealthy and successful. And so maybe that's yep. one of the things you can say to those people like, Hey, you guys, this is our clubhouse. And I, uh, if, if you guys want it to stick around, um, you guys have to start talking to people about it. Each of you has to bring in, uh, you know, help me and, and start bringing people in and be like, Hey, I need yeah. just straight up, just say, Hey, I need your help. Now th those, they should be doing it anyway. Like no one's ever told me to do that, but I know that just from yeah. being in the position I'm in with, uh, in, in the value I see in the gym. But for me, the yeah. gym can't fail because it's for my kids. And so those people, I'm sure those 30 people, if they're the way you, you say they are, and I believe you that um, they don't want it to go away too, that they're going to be heartbroken. And so if, for them, if you just give them a little nudge, they might not have an issue finding one client each for you. And then boom, just like that, your clientele will double. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are all good ideas. I'll definitely have that, you know, coffee and donut powwow. Do you have an issue with that, Greg? Asking the clients like, Hey guys, if you're like this, tell some friends, bring some people in. Yeah, I would like to see. I mean, if, if in the sit down they each said, "I got five people that want to join," I'd be yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know what you think about that, but I need them. <laughs> right, right. Well, well, listen, guys. We uh, before, need them. Before I go, yeah, yeah. Before I go, 
I do want to thank you, Greg, for everything you've done. Um, CrossFit, you know, it's truly life-changing. It's changed my life for the better. You know, I've been following it for a very long time. Uh, you know, I could have opened any kind of gym I wanted to. I chose CrossFit for the methodology. I wanted to pay tribute to what you have done. So, Greg, thank you very much for all you've done. Thank you, Mariah. And if there, if it comes to a point where, you know, you pay tribute to me in application of the methodology on anyone, if you if, if, if it's just you and your your aunt Mildred and you're showing her some things, I'm I'm proud of you for it. And so flying the flag. I'll continue with or without the gym. Yeah, yeah. Flying the flag um, um, isn't isn't an important part of the of the having some thanks in my direction. Yeah. And I thank you for for making uh, my life's work uh, real, giving it, uh, yeah, bringing it to expression. Yeah, you're welcome, sir. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Murat, uh, stay in touch. Good luck. Murat, did, have you read any thank of you. Two Brain Businesses books or looked at any of Chris Cooper's stuff? I actually worked with them for a little bit after he was on your podcast the first time. Okay, great. Um, it, it just didn't work out for me. Like okay. everything that um, we tr we tried to do, it just didn't work. So we okay. kind of split off. All right, cool. Yeah, All right. But, but good condition. Hey, so, how I mean, far? Thanks so Murat, much. Without, I'm not trying to find yeah. out where you are in, in, in any precise sense, but how uh, far uh, are you uh, from, uh, how far is your gym from, say, a Walmart? <clears throat> Maybe... 15 minutes. How many miles is that? Like five. How far are you from a Costco? About same distance. How many high schools serve your immediate area? Immediate area, I think two. Okay. And the high schools are packed. <laughs> they're overcrowded. Yeah. So there's. Uh, to get I, I get what you're. Yeah, I, I get what you're uh, asking. Um, you know, end of the day, it might not have been the very, very best area to open a gym in, yeah. but it is up and coming. They're building a ton around a lot of new communities. It's just okay. kind of going slower than I would have slower than I would have hoped. Yeah, and how long have you been in town? Two and a half years. Gym two years. And and what's the commercial facilities that you think are in the area for, for your sense of the area? What's there? So I would, I, you know, there, there's a lot here. Uh, being in the South, there's a lot of fast food. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, so there's looking, a, there's a LA fitness. Is there a anytime yeah, fitness? A, Is well, there? Yeah. There's a, there's an anytime fitness five minutes away. Um, there's the next closest CrossFit gym is about 15 minutes from us. Um, but then if you go like 20 minutes from us, there's a bunch, there's a pocket of, like of, of a bunch of affiliates. Um, yeah, th there's a lot around, but you know, the culture down here is very much, you know, fast food and beer. I'm trying to change that one person at a time, but you know, it's, it's tough. Um, are you having fun while you're coaching? Oh, I love coaching. The hour I get with those people, you know, I absolutely love it. I've been okay, getting I got, up. I got one last day, question. I'm gonna let up. you go. Yeah. It how yeah. how often how often is someone is there laughter? Every class. Every class. All right. 
Yeah, you need some you need some donuts and coffee and have a powwow. Uh, Murat, uh, Matt Schindeldecker also made a comment. Uh, Sevi, maybe we can help him start one of our general probation programs. Matt has a very successful program he's running uh, that does generate quite a bit of revenue for gyms uh, if you can get it up and going in regards to bringing kids in. Instead of them going to juvenile hall, they come to his gym. And uh, uh, that that it's an incredible you, program, and it's on fire in Ohio. It is truly on fire in Ohio. Can you have him put his email address in the comments, and then I'll go back and watch and email him? Okay, cool. Matt, will you put your uh, uh, email in the comments uh, so Murat can contact you? All right, cool. Thanks, dude. Hey, thanks thanks for so much. Yep. You guys have a great day. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye, Murat. Good luck. Braylon Tender Fitness Competitor, $1.99. Men's Testosterone Empowerment Summit coming. Great. Thank you, Braylon. <laughs> what is it? Is that a real thing? No, this guy. This guy. Uh, He's up and coming uh, games athlete. He, trying, he, trying to coach the best. He is a, uh, whenever we're not being funny, he helps us out. I, 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 he's on he's on my payroll. Um, uh, Braylon, a high testosterone man is the greatest gift you can give a woman. There you go. You're, you're a good dude. Because of the shrunken balls? <laughs> <laughs> or the hair loss? Uh, the... I'm very real, brother. You'll see me in the podium in 2025. Under, I understand. I, th thank you. Thank you. You're the next big thing, buddy. And I appreciate your uh, viewership. Thank you very much. Uh... Caleb, could you play this uh, a video that says police? I, I really enjoyed this one, uh, too. I, I love uh, videos like this, not only because of the misdirection, but 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 it's how every human being should be. It's, this guy's a, this guy's awesome. Here we go. I pulled over three in the morning, country times, and still got respect. Mm -hmm. I cut all my lights on, put my put my keys. In my fucking ID on top of the window and cross my arms and roll every window down. Yeah, I do the same thing. You know why? Not because I'm black. Because I got enough respect for your job. I don't know what the fuck you deal with every day. Mm -hmm. You all listen to dispatches of rape, killing, stealing, all this shit every day. So from my knowledge, you just as gangsters. If not worse than a guy on the streets, you actually need to get mental evaluations every month. Because you think life is full of corruption because that's all you work in. So I actually can sympathize with you. So let me help you out. Yeah. yeah. And I've always been like this. When police, when I was younger, police uh, sit me down and get my ID. I give them my social security number back then. They're like, damn. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm not hot. At. Yeah. So at least out of this group, I'm not your threat. And then how do cops treat you when you do that? Way different. Yeah, I'm pulled over three in the morning, country time. The only people getting shot are the people resisting arrest. Send that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 27 shows and Greg's never asked for one of my clips. Now I got two. No, I two did and earlier. So another one. I know. Was, today. Two, today. Yeah. I'm 2-0 two and, two and today. Oh, I love it. I think, <clears throat> there are, I think there are more black people like that than not. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. You just don't see them on MSNBC. Of uh, uh, a, a black person afraid of their neighbors isn't worthy of a TV show. A black person that hates the cops is. Right. Hey, dude, that's just that's just common sense. 
There's dudes, there's dudes in our society who we pay taxes to, who cruise around with guns, who look for threats. A avoid those guys. Be cool to those you, guys. When you, if you listen to a black cop talk <coughs> to you, and I have, I do. I have a, I have a close friend and neighbor who's, who's a, who's a black cop. In fact, he was, he was Secret Service. And uh, we can, we can talk. He can talk racism, and he does. And he's got he's got important and tragic and sometimes funny things to say about it. But most of what he says, he sounds he has really the same story to tell as a white cop. It's not a different story, right? It's a cop story. A white cop doesn't doesn't enjoy working in a black neighborhood. A black cop doesn't like working in a black neighborhood. A black neighborhood makes a black cop cry. And want to get out. The white cop just wants to get out. There's your difference. Mm. The black cop cries for his people. God, that's good. Hey, what, what we're shown on CNN about 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 black people is is wildly non-representative both of politicians and rioters protesters and organizations That's a wrap. <laughs> There's a moment of silence on that shit. I remember uh, my first time going down to uh, West Hollywood with my dad. I was probably, I don't know, seven years old. And it's, it's all Armenians. You know, it's like a 10 square block area of Armenians. And I remember, I remember tripping on, it was, it was my first time kind of like seeing the culture of my people, right? And it was so different than the way I was brought up. Just even the whole LA culture was so different than the way I was brought up. But it is, but I was, but um, it was, uh, it was not the way I would want to live. Let's put it that way. It was, it, uh, it was it, granted they were a shitload of immigrants so that they were poor, but um even even the first night my dad parked his van in an all Armenian neighborhood, I was sleeping in the van and someone tried to break into it. <laughs> and I and I and I remember I I, I remember that feeling like I, I was for, first I was sad to be Armenian for a second or I was sad that Armenians were like that. But I had never been around any other Armenians. You know what I mean? Besides my family.
what did I see? What did I see about Jap- Japan the other day? I was they were I saw a video side by side of a, a Apple store in Japan and a, a Apple store in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? <laughs> the products I can in, only imagine. The products in Japan are none of them are locked down. <laughs> They're just like you can pick anything up, you can touch anything. And the store in Oakland is is robbed once a week and they, they just showed all these videos of it and everything's attached to a steel cable. <laughs> Crazy. In my in my uh on Fourth Street in Berkeley, there were so many robberies at the Apple store. There were like three a week that the Berkeley PD set up a uh police station in the in the street there. Like they brought in all the buses and they just set up a, a police station there after like six months of just like, you know, three to four robberies a week. You know, it'd be a great video. They should set up an Apple store and load it up with everything. Mm-hmm. And then right when the, when the gang comes in, you just hear this trunk and the entire store is a cage. Yeah. It's surrounded by a cage and everyone that works at the Apple store is a guard. And has a gun. It just you turn it into a jail right then. I was thinking you just open another door and let a lion in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy, dude. Are you seeing this shit? And oh, there's a cop car out front. Look at that shit. OPD out front. Oh my God. I know exactly where that is. That's right by where I used to live. Holy shit. I don't need, I don't think that's, that's not the, um, I don't even know if that's in Oakland. I think what's that's he doing. Enrico. I don't understand what that motion was. He didn't put all those phones in his pants. He's ripping the cables. Yeah, he, he is. He did put them all in his pants. So yep. they're, he's, oh, they he's, are? Doing, he's doing four at a time. Oh, you can see him hanging out of his legs at the end, like his pant legs. They're like stuck at the bottom of his bed, like right there. Man. All right. I mean, can't they track those phones? They're they don't have they probably don't even have SIM cards in them. They're just factory iPhones. Yeah, but you know, when you when I when we activate a phone, there's shit that's needed that's not SIM. Hey, that guy back there with Go go ahead, say that again. Oh yeah, yeah, not sim. Yeah, right. There's a there's a shit ton of numbers that are sitting on a deactivated phone that you give along with the numbers that contain the sim. No. Oh, yeah, they've got like yours, the serial number and whatever, like no, basically like this. A this I don't know this EID and what is that? Uh, um, there was a it, there's there's numbers on the box. Right, right. When you buy a phone that isn't tethered, isn't whatever they call it. I got one over here. And uh, it needs a carrier, and it has shit on the side that the carrier is going to want. In fact, they all got internal SIMs now. Yeah, they could track. I think Apple can track any of their products. Hey, did you ever see the video of the... the, um, uh, shipping container that went overboard on a boat um and it was full of iphones and it's floating in the sea and the guys pull up next to it and they use a saw and they cut it open they don't know what's in it and they the fucking the it's in the middle of like just you know like the indian ocean and it's a bunch of just you know just like and they got him dude 
and the guys can't even believe it. And they start taking iPhones out of it. And you're just seeing iPhones just pouring into the ocean. It's fucking. It's a Why'd they let them out? They, because they they didn't know it was in the container. It's just some guys like who look like they're malnourished at sea, and they pull. Yeah, these guys. This shit's crazy. Look at. They cut open the side, and then look at. They got like a billion dollars in cell phones. It looks like. Look at Send them. Send that to me too. Look at them just pouring out into the Indian Ocean. Look at them. <laughs> Where are they pouring out? Just into the ocean, just yeah. iPhones here. drowned in the ocean. They're on their boat. They're trying to. Yeah, Everyone's they're trying to. Grab them they're trying to, but they're but they're just. Are these special needs pirates? I don't think these are pirates. I think these are just dudes who just like, hey, let's see what's in this box. They're like, oh, there's a floating shipping container. Let's see. Yeah, out at sea. They're already waterlogged. I don't know. Those are waterproof. They're probably good for. You could probably scoop those up with a net and use them. This was another great video. Do you remember this one? Uh, thousands of people they showed. They said they that they need, were giving. Don't, them... don't they know they need a bigger hole? <laughs> <laughs> they actually show in the video. Some video they actually show them cutting the hole open. Um, uh, you know they're you know they're just they're just minutes away from sending a a dude in there. Oh right, right, and to yeah, yeah. Uh, I, this was a great video too. This was an old video. I want to say it was from the eighties. It was, but it was a video of, they told people you could get free NFL tickets and people showed up like a thousand people showed up and then they were just taking them all to jail. God, that was fucking, that was amazing. They call you into a room and then they're like, Oh, we have a warrant for your arrest and you don't get any free NFL tickets. They just arrest you. It's better than an Amazon scam. That's great. Yeah, 1985. That's when that was. They probably yeah. couldn't. For some reason, that shit wouldn't. You couldn't do that shit today. I bet. Yeah, isn't that like entrapment or something? Uh, the department. The Department of Defense has been spying on Tucker Carlson. Let that sink in. <clears throat> the military is spying on American citizens, and now they want to let illegal aliens into the military. What do you mean they're spying on Tucker Carlson? Yeah, they. I think they admitted it to him, right? They were reading his text messages. Three years ago. That's when that was? Yeah. What a mess. What was it, any sense of the pretext? Uh, here's an article. You so they were be- trying to... Yeah, don't they? Uh, Janelle says they spy on everyone, though. Didn't we already know that that basically all our iPhones are all everything's being recorded by the NSA? I mean, that was that's not a conspiracy theory. We've known that forever, right? Uh, Fox News Tucker Carlson said this week that the National Security Agency is spying on him as part of a plan to knock his show off the air. NSA promptly denied the allegations, saying it focuses exclusively on foreign targets. So how old is this? Three years ago. From when he was on the air? When he was on Fox, yeah. I, I, I think it's widely known that every single phone call you make and everything is being recorded. Not, not that people are listening to it, but that it's all being harvested. 
which which allows them to say stuff to uh to uh 22 year old new york times female reporters that they just don't hear it explain i didn't i'm not following you um we haven't bugged you just pick anyone any anyone that you could possibly we haven't bugged their phone we're not right. listening to their calls um, there's no wiretap all oh, you see go on and on and on but we do have the phone call oh right right oh right 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 there was no wiretap nobody was bugged there's no warrant but we have the call and and here's the deal <clears throat> there is no call they do not have right and so your FISA warrant you get to pick a start date I'll take 1997. There, there isn't a phone call has not been made that has not been captured. There, how's that a surprise? Tucker said they read his Putin trip plans that only would have been revealed in his encrypted conversation on Signal app. Uh, Oh, come on, Putin! Putin knew his fucking trip plans. That meant we did. Right. Putin's not able to secretly communicate with his people, with his with his with his defense staff. Whatever line that is between he and his generals, we're on it too. Yeah, it it was It doesn't uh, matter. He doesn't there's nothing there's nothing in his world, his imagination, in a likely scenario that looks like his military engaging ours. That's about that's as likely to happen as I am to meet Tyson at the 7-Eleven and kick the living shit out of him. Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he Mike Tyson knows it wouldn't happen. I know it wouldn't happen. And everyone in the world knows it wouldn't happen. And this is this is the conflict between the US and Russia. There's only one type of conflict that can even be imagined by anyone to look like anything other than a one-sided mess and that's nuclear, that would be a one-sided mess. And guess who knows that better than anyone? Crazy or not, fucking Putin. Dude, he's getting he's getting his ass kicked by Ukrainian crap. There is no NATO country that couldn't kill everything he owns in about 90 minutes time every fucking tank everything it all goes that 40 mile long column of fucking armored vehicles and tanks that's an hour at best uh sergio i mean caleb i dm'd you a video worth playing with greg being on listen listen nine out of ten no 99 out of 100 times you guys send me something live on the air it's not worth showing (laughs) but i'll take your money thank you jeremy i was gonna proof it first i remember i remember this i remember the snowden thing and i think what i remember what was happening is is if you're if you were using yahoo um Basically, they were taking a picture using your computer camera of every single person who was on the server or, or on their browser every five seconds and how it leaked. Do you remember how it leaked? There were it's, it's all men there working at the NSA and they were going through and picking out all the, the best pictures and passing them around. Do you remember that? And it started they started leaking. 
You remember that story? And that's how that's how the whole story broke that they were basically recording and harvesting anyone who basically has a computer camera. They're they're grabbing photos of you. Wouldn't you? Uh uh, if, if, I, if I could do that, grab photos off of everyone's and just have them stored somewhere. Hey, uh, I, I read that, that every captain, every naval ship has an office with an LG TV and that the Chinese were in control of the cameras on the LG TVs and had been listening and watching. And every captain on every vessel's fucking <laughs> quarters for, it went on for about two and a half years. And that's an amazing thing, right? Oh, oh, captains of what? Sorry, I missed that. Captains of, of every naval vessel. Oh, oh. The captain of that vessel has a has quarters. It has an LG TV, whether it's huge or little. And those LG TVs have cameras and mics that were in the control of of the Chinese. Yeah, that's wild. And and uh, it would it, that that story, all of the amazingness of it disappears if you'll just do this for a moment put yourself in the chinese position right and think of how simple the idea is and how easy it must have been to execute and how of course the whole fucking thing is mm. would you sure yeah 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 could, of course of course could you well we know they did I'd fly so a balloon like, over your country too and take pictures. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Hang one over hang one over the the part of your nuclear arsenal that we have the most questions about. And what are they gonna do? Shoot it down? What's on it? Nothing. Cameras, sensors. So what? Weather balloon. Shit too complicated to explain to to uh, female Times reporters. That's all you have to do. You can, you can get away with anything if it's smarter than the 22-year-old girls at the New York Times. I mean, some of them are 32, but kids. Aging out. Kids that, kids that wouldn't have found success probably in any major other than their chosen. If... if, if, if uh I'm, I'm switching gears here a little bit um 365 million uh interactions with the public a year that's what the estimates are that police have with the public and i think it was in 2019 i can't remember the exact year but there were 12 unarmed black men who were shot all of which uh resist uh resisted arrest i'm not justifying the shooting even though i i, I probably could look at each case and justify it um so if you see that statistic you know the chances of you getting shot are very slim, but you know what the strongest correlate is, right? It's you resisted arrest in that in that. Um, and and I'm conflating things a little bit because of those 365 million stops, those weren't all black people; they were probably all mostly white people. But you get the picture. You can still extrapolate some data from it. If you resist arrest, that the the rarity that people get shot who are unarmed, the resisting arrest seems to be uh, the strongest point of. Uh, uh, obvious sign of cause like hey do not resist arrest my point is this that that does not take that takes like a retard could figure that out any anybody could figure that out you ivan the re you have been following this show for two two years now and you only say negative shit like you have a serious mental disorder you are the guy, you're the guy that hits yourself on the hammer, hits yourself on the thumb with a hammer and does it repeatedly. 
every single day. So we already know you have a mental disorder. So, so no one, no one wants to fuck with you, dude. Like you're in every comment. This is one of those guys I told you about people. This guy, uh, um, uh, the, the 12 daily doses. And there's one other one, the DC 100 guys, like you guys are just in, why do you do it to yourself? Why don't you watch something else like captain kangaroo or Pee Wee Herman? Just switch the channel, dude. People are avoiding you not because of the topics you bring up because you're mentally insane. That's free. That's free uh, uh, psychiatric treatment from me. Just beat it. Okay. Wow. Was that customer service like level four? Yes, level the five. That was level five. Thank you though for recognizing. It's like, dude. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him if he really hates you. He should send money. Yes, thank you. At least 12 daily doses used to send a lot a lot of money. What is 12 daily doses? Do you know? There's the I know who it is. There I mean he and he he's he doesn't hide it. It's this guy uh Flange or something, but this guy this Flange? playing or I forget it. I forget his name, but, but this guy this morning was making posts that I take money from HQ. It's like, dude. This guy says By the, the way, most insane shit ever. You you were you were going over those stats and the and the thing that seemed to place it a big well the thing that I kept hearing was resisting arrest. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Say that again. Um uh, uh resisting uh resisting yeah, resisting arrest. The the tw- the twelve the twelve uh, guys who were shot were all resisting arrest. And 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 what do you think that what do you what does resisting arrest mean to people, I wonder? Uh, I think I when think they tell you to put your hand, I think it means a, a wrestling match. There must have been some wrestling. Well, uh, when I tell you to put your hands on the steering wheel 15 times and you're screaming and reaching for the glove box, that's uh, I'll, I'll lump that up in the category of um, resisting arrest. I, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what technically it is, but what I saw George Floyd doing. That was fucking batshit crazy. I can't imagine a cop telling me to keep my hands on the steering wheel 12 times and not fucking just getting pepper sprayed. Unless you're on fentanyl. Yeah. It was resisting in every sense, but I suspect that that the the things were shown, the wrestling match deals um, are, are, are less than typical. The one one of the... I was a lady who myself, is. Yeah. I imagine myself like this. If I'm making a a felony stop, and if there's any discussion at all of this guy just shut this guy or robbed this place or, you know, and if the name's known to me and this is this is a uh, Joey just got out, um, did did five of fifteen and shot his girlfriend at Popeye's and I'm pulling him over two miles away from Popeye's. Let me tell you what, what, what resisting arrest might be like. It might be as he's backing out of the car carefully, he might fart. And I accidentally might fucking empty on him because the precaution taken against people not showing their hands 
is in is very typically the very last thing the police officer will ever witness throughout his life. That's it. It's done. He's seconds from dead. Michael Brown. Michael Brown. Yeah. Anything but showing your fucking hands. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be a good cop. Good uh, cops Mike, don't play the don't play that I'm not taking my hands out of my sweatshirt game. I'll put five in your center line and take your hands out of your hoodie for you. I hope there's a gun, but I but I I'm not paid to play that game. No cop right. is. That's not and folks, if that seems weird to you, well, you just don't live on planet Earth. How about how about cops Michael will Brown? Do that until there won't be cops. Then we'll go back to the our cops. When Biden's is serving, or or OAC, or anyone else, their term, whomever the cops are under any regime, if your hands are in your hoodie, and those cops say pull them out, and you don't, they're going to put five on center line and take your hands out for you. That part will never change, and you can be as idealistic as you want. Think we're going to call in a behavioral specialist? No, you're you're dealing with a behavioral specialist, and it, and the command was show me your fucking hands. If you don't do that, you may not belong to this earth. And that's not that's not that, that doesn't make me a conservative. That's not and that shit on on Hunter's saw. I don't believe it's coke. It looks like saw. That shit on Hunter's what? I'm looking. The news won't stop on Hunter's picture from his from his phone of the of the uh, blow drawn out blind three lines blown out. Oh, but it's on it's on a little table saw with that shit everywhere, and it's clearly oh. someone made three lines of of sawdust and took a picture of it. Uh, M- Michael Brown was told to uh, freeze and not move. And instead, he walked over to the cop car and reached in the cop car and tried to grab the cop's gun through the window, started punching the cop through the window, and then was shot through the door of the car. Then he was told no, to free. That's not true. Yeah, that was the first shot was through the door of the car. Well, okay. There were shots inside the car, but he wasn't shot. Oh, he didn't get shot. I think the first shot hit him through the door. Nope, nope. Right. But any, but anyway, but it, it, then he came towards the cop again when the cop got out of the car. Not, it's not it's not a good telling of the story. I apologize. Okay, hold on. I'll let you tell the story in one second. Uh, Keenan, my bad, Sevy. I made very bad misconception that you were contracted to come back to the games last year. You, what? Where the fuck have you guys been? I, I pre. Not only was I not contracted, but the sixty thousand dollars I had to come up with to go there, and they sent out a four-page letter to everyone who worked at HQ explaining that they're no way affiliated with me at all. Four pages to every single employee there, like I was going to come there with a fucking swastika and a fucking KKK mask. And all I did there was glorify the fucking athletes in the event. It would be it would be good for a brand. <laughs> a swastika and a KKK. They're in desperately need of a topic beyond their own collapse. 
take my money payment for saying nice things about Tia. And maybe she'll finally do your show. I'll never let her on the show. How about that? She'd go fuck herself. How's that? I don't, I don't fucking want anybody on the show. Please do stop saying that to me too. I don't fucking care. I don't want anyone on the show anymore. I'm not doing any guests. Greg's my last guest. Kicking Caleb off too. Sorry, Caleb. Collateral damage. Okay, Michael Brown, tell me the story. Um, I, he d- d- displayed some behavior that generated a cop car <clears throat> at a convenience store. Diminutive cop came upon the large teenage beast. Um, there was an encounter with the window rolled down, and there was a battle for the gun with some discharge of the weapon, and Michael took off. And the little bitty cop got out of the car, stood in the street, ordered uh, ordered uh, him to stop. Now, the rest of what I know is what I heard directly from an eyewitness that I phoned it and was talking about the experience to the police and crowd that showed up while Michael was doing the room temperature challenge under the under the blanket, okay? And this is what he said happened. From a long ways away, he turned around and looked at the cop and my sense of it was like it was 100 feet away. And then ran full speed at the cop who dropped to a knee and fired boom, 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 emptied the gun. And his words were, it was like a monster movie. Like a monster movie. I thought, he, I thought the cop missed. And then he fell. Brown was 6'4", 300 pounds, by the way, Michael Brown. Fell dead on the ground in front of the kneeling cop. By the way, that's a righteous shooting. We pay people to do exactly that. Oh, so he did get shot. He did get shot with the bullet in the car, but it just shot his hand. Okay, my bad. I stand corrected. That's okay. Not nah, it's just a. I think you. I think we can split that. Well, it doubles the down. Hand doesn't count. It doubles down on the cop's obligation to stick with the suspect. <clears throat> Even in hunting, you have to follow. Is that right, Caleb? You live out there. You even shoot something. What? You got to go after it, right? Right. That's it. Wasn't even his. Hand. It wasn't even his hand. It was his thumb. <laughs> you don't need that. It's okay. Still, it's, he's a he's a citizen. He's wounded. Still need to talk to him and get a medical care. And if he's going to buffalo me while I'm drawn, I'm going to empty the gun. And by the way, his friends who were there with him testified to that to, to that story too. His own friends and his own friends were yelling at him to fucking stop, and he wouldn't. He kept doing. He kept fucking with the cop, running towards the cop. All the grand jury witnesses, I believe, were black. And they told the same story. And it's the one I just told. It's the one I heard the guy tell. And and what's funny is I heard the guy tell that on national news. And then he showed his video, which they fuzzied out, right? Yeah. And so I, and, and, and the reporter says, that's not what I see here in the video. And so I heard the eyewitness 
before the grand jury, but it's not assuming not before my president nor my attorney general. And what they did in Ferguson was like, where would the word be? Suborn? Is that right? Can you use it for that? But my attorney general and 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 my president invited violence in response to what was no less than a righteous shooting and take the color away make the make the poor kid white make the cop black and listen to me righteous shooting you don't try and disarm cops right and you don't run after them full speed where they're in a crouch ready position both common sense legally and morally you and he had just robbed a liquor store. I saw that footage too, just moments before. That's and why the cop was looking for him. Strong arm. Yeah, he he took a a, a, a box of um of blunt, blunt wrappers. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And it was like a five foot two Middle Eastern guy. He was slapping the guy around, treating him like a little kid. The guy came out from behind the corner. Yeah. God. Had it been uh, armed robbery, mm -hmm. my hope would be that the cop emptied his gun on him i mean i got a guy suspected armed robbery robber i i initiate some kind of i don't know pedestrian stop through a rolled down window and he approaches the car at high speed i've been paid by the public to empty my gun i have a spot soft spot for little uh little uh old middle eastern men trying to fucking make ends meet working 80 hours a week running a liquor store in the hood i do have a soft spot for them i do have a bias little bitty guy of armenian descent yes and i'm armenian we'll just play the fantasy game here and the guy in the liquor store is a giant black man mm -hmm. and he's just been robbed at gunpoint and i see the little armenian guy and i'm, a, I'm a, a, on his bicycle or walking or whatever and i got my window down and he comes at me at high speed and i'm gonna empty the gun on him Yeah, Jay, you're right. You they know, should have called a social worker first. You're right. <laughs> it's going to be harder to hit. Social worker's a 350-pound woman comes in a... Let's reverse everything. Make the cop black. Right. Make the cop black. And the black kid chart buffaloes his car and tries to take his gun. Shot goes off. He's thought shot in the thumb. Cop has it in park, jumps out, yells to him. He turns around, looks at him, squares off, takes a deep breath, and begins the buffalo charge. What happens? Does Same the cop time. wait there and kung fu panda him and they and they do a wrestling thing? You think? How is kung fu panda not racist? My god. I don't know with a, with, a, with a gun on his hip. Is that what he does in in forty pounds of gear? He has a wrestling match with a giant teenage boy. I mean, it, like imagine the people that think so. Imagine all our liberals. I got in. I got. I got family that. Yep, that's what he does. He's paid to have a wrestling match. Should he know how to wrestle? Yes. Should it always come to a wrestling match? Absolutely not. Written Rittenhouse was white. He killed three white guys, and one of the guys was screaming, uh, screaming, "Kill black people!" And he wasn't even, and and that wasn't what he said. It was a little, it was a little harsher. I, he should have been I, a hero. He needed a statue next to George Floyd's statue. 
I attended a, I attended a, a, a training for federal law enforcement, Caleb Sevy, and the instruction was weapon preservation. And, and what happens when you're in a, a tug of war for your, for your weapon? And the resolution of the thing and what was practiced is unless it's a nine or 10 year old boy that makes eye contact with your weapon. So you're there at the Walmart buying a payday candy bar and your shoot your shirt, your, your suit jacket opens and you see a guy 25 years old and his eyes are staring at the gun. Do you know what the official instruction is? What? Draw. And suppose they then step forward suddenly. You know what Shoot. the instructions are? Shoot. Empty. Yes. Wow. Are they supposed to empty? Is that is that part of the if someone's you you shoot until the threat stops, right? And it often takes yeah. the, the the your momentum would would earn you three or four that you might not have passed your will will to stop. Yeah, right. But it would look like blah blah blah, you know. What are you doing today? Do you have plans today? Yeah, always is. I get loaded with shit, but I'm around. Are you? But are you the hard, these are the harsh realities of law enforcement, just as the uh, maximum uh, restraint technique that uh, 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 Derek Chauvin applied to uh, to uh, uh, George Floyd. Right. That was he was paid to do exactly what he did. He was trained. He was showing videos. It's in diagrams. I've seen them. It's in the training manual. It's almost in universal use. The FBI uses it. The Department of Justice uses it. If they put you in the backseat of a car and you're banging your your head mercilessly on the window, they will drag you out. They used to hog tie you. A lot of jurisdictions imply the maximum uh, restraint technique ahead of, instead of, they make illegally the hog tying. And instead they put, the, they put a, a knee on your neck. They call it riding a knee. And, it's, and it has shown to be Less injurious than hog tying. Imagine that. Less injurious than hog tying. In Minneapolis, the hog tie is illegal. The maximum restraint technique was taught. Derek Chauvin applied it. The crazy shit going on in Minneapolis right now is is. Did you, uh, did you see those two women? Um, they're white women. They did a home invasion. They killed someone. And I, I want to say they got out. They broke the glass ceiling. <laughs> White women doing home invasion. Oh, wow. I have to send you that article. Do they have the out yesterday. Hey, and what's vaginas? great? And listen, and so it's a, it's a, it's a black police officer that's like who's speaking up against it. He's like, "What the fuck is going on? How are we letting people who were did home invasions?" Uh, and kill people. Oh, what? Do these chicks have cocks? No, they were. I mean, I haven't seen it, but they look. They look. Uh, so you know, I haven't heard any news. I don't know anything. They were Just pretty. Valid question. question. They might have penises and did twenty in at Corcoran. You know, Susie tells like chicks like that. You know those chicks? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the chicks with giant hairy balls and big muscles. 
and get, they and get people in pregnant. And out of the penitentiary and fuck people over. See a few of those. Now they're yeah, on girls' basketball teams, high school basketball teams. Can you and Greg come to CrossFit Avalanche here in Tahoe and celebrate our 15 year uh, years of affiliation? Thank you, love y'all. Uh, send me the information. Uh, who owns CrossFit Avalanche again? Uh, is it Travis? I'd love to go up there. Right up there in the Hennessy. Here's how you get me to go. We uh, donuts and coffee. Maggie swears. Maggie swears to me that she'll go, and then I commit, and then she pulls back, and I'm there. <laughs> yeah, Susie, send me the information and DM Greg's wife. I mean, what is that? That's a 20 minute flight, bud. Yeah, that's nothing. Or or a two hour ride in the Hennessy at 120. We got on the freeway the other day, and I was falling behind Greg in my forerunner. It's an uphill slope to get onto the freeway. And all of a sudden, I'm only like 50 feet or 100 feet behind him. We're going like 30 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden, he's fucking gone. And all I hear is it sounds like a plane took off in front of me. And we get to the restaurant. He's like, did you hear me get on it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so did everybody else. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It just vanished. The biggest truck you ever seen just gone, like a dot. Yeah, it's uh, a thousand horsepower is an amazing thing. That's incredible. It's like it reminds me of the Camaro, but in a, in a manageable space with giant tires. Yeah, you know, Roger sold a salt bike. And, he did uh, sell it. Yeah, so his so his, his you know his pockets are just loaded, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and he wants the Camaro. Oh my goodness. Like so bad. Uh, mine's a 2014 Forerunner. Greg gave it to me. I think I have 79,000 miles on it. Great cars. Oh my God. So good. It's really, I normally don't drive it. It's usually Haley drives. I'm the, I'm the van guy. I drive the van. I drive a 2016 van. Sienna. Great car too. All right, Greg. Thank you. Thank you, man. And uh, Caleb, thank you. Caleb, are you coming out on uh, in March? I am. Me and my wife will be there. I love that. Yeah, I'm I excited. And Monsignor Souza is coming too. See, si. yep, Souza will be there. Cool. All right, buddy. I'll give you a call later today. All right. Hey, did you did you watch the clip on the old man, uh, the South African? Uh, ecologist oh yes 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 we'll save that for next week that's great let's watch yeah, that we'll I'll go, yeah i wasn't asking you to yeah to, to share it but uh it's powerful huh crazy powerful crazy powerful that was and around from the beginning since the beginning of covid that thing was around that th i remember seeing that thing that thing used to be yeah, uh, you pulled down and you get a sense that w without that's networking he has a he has a, a powerful scientist intuition of what science is and isn't. Right. All right, guys. Bye. Hey, should, love you. Okay. Bye. I was going to say, that's the kind of shit that was getting censored at the beginning of COVID. They were pulling stuff like that out, down, and it's nuts. Dude, people have had it's their nuts. YouTube channels yanked for reporting CDC truths. Right, right.
The agency spews of fucking terabytes of horse shit. You find within it a gem and you point it out and you're down. Yep. By the way, my uh, my infamous tweet was accompanied with a long quote that never got researched and it came right from the CDC. And that is that in every age, uh, in every culture, all quarantines end with race riot. Mm-hmm. And I just I learned that from the CDC. Yeah, straight off I the CDC's know. website. Yeah. But sure enough, that's what happened. All right. Bye. Love everyone. Love you. Bye. See you, Greg. <clears throat> so here's the story. I wanted to, I'm going to try to give you all the details I can. I wanted to do the behind the scenes. I told Dave, hey, I'm gonna, I want to do the behind the scenes. He said, okay, but listen, if I get it approved for you, I know you're not going to come because you're not going to want to come to Madison. And then I'm going to tell everyone that I got it approved for you and you didn't come and to make you look like a pussy. And he was actually right. He was actually right. Like I was just kind of like putting my big toe in the water. I didn't think like I was – I just wanted to know, you know, like – I wasn't trying to be a dick, but I was just like feeling around. I wonder if I, if they would let me do that. So it ends up that um, it, it it ends up I don't it, it, there's a, there's a funny story in there, but it ends up he gets it approved, and um, so I decide I'm going to go. And at that time, um, uh, you guys know John Woolley, the Make Was Great Again guy, and the Sporty Beth girl. They they were spewing stupid shit. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but John Woolley posted something on the on um you, you know just woke shit that everyone has to just interpret because they can't actually like point at anything and be precise and be objective. But he he posted something along the lines of I've been having some talks with Don and I didn't want to complain to him now, but after the games I think I'm, I need to talk to him more or something like that. And, and me and the in the in the Illuminati were like, what the fuck is that? Well, we knew what the fuck it was. And we just guessed and we were right. He had contacted Don and he had said, hey, letting Sevon come to the games could be like weird and risky. You, you, maybe you'll have protests <laughs> like anyone gives a fuck if I come. I'm paraphrasing. So. So and then and then Sporty Beth is telling um, was telling people that I was calling her fat. And that was a little out of uh, that was a little. Uh, it's true. I did call her fat, but it's a, it was it was out of context. She was saying something that was not true, and I said, "Hey, Sporty Beth, we at least have to agree on some things in reality. Like, I have a big nose, and you are fat. Like, let's not let's just be just like let's agree on some objective realities." And so that and and then and then Wooly said, "Well, I, I didn't. I wasn't trying to tell him that he shouldn't have you. I was just warning him if you do come there, there could be some problems." Well, it's like that's just horseshit too. If he's that, so now we either know he's stupid, a liar, or a liar. One of the two. Fine. E- either way, I don't care. I'm not even. I'm not even mad at him. So when it when it when it comes out that I'm going to do the behind the scenes, as you guys know, some sponsors ponied up a shitload of cash. And, uh, and and made it so it was doable. Uh, two brain business and uh, CA peptides. And then with crazy support also from Paper Street Coffee and Swolverine and all those guys. 
but basically two brains like and i and i asked um uh chris cooper uh, why are you doing this he's like because i think that content i think media is the most important part to help affiliates and i go what do you want from me he goes nothing i'm getting what i'm getting what i want by you making the behind the scenes like do you want me to put your name up he's like do whatever you want so a couple days before i go someone sends me this email that went out to crossfit hq that's fucking four pages long basically like don's telling every employee there that no way are they affiliated with me they don't condone me that they disown me that that's anything and i'm just there like any other media like he was afraid of some fallout like it spooked him that um uh the mentally insane chick and the and the mentally insane dude had some validity i don't know how that I think Don's a, a, a smart guy, but how he thought that um, anything they said had any fucking relevancy. If they and they both, they both, um, they've both been equally haters themselves. That they're they're a fra their contribution to the crossfit space is a fragment of mine. If they vanish, nothing, nothing goes away. But if I vanish, a shitload goes away. I'm just, it's just a fact. It's just the way it is. If I didn't exist, it'd be different. If they go away, it wouldn't be different. I'm not saying it wouldn't have been better if I was there or worse, but if they go, there's nothing. And like the effort and energy I put in, there's like, we're not even in the same fucking world. So, um, so then I go to the games and I have an amazing time and everyone's so fucking good to me there. Dave, uh, Heather, uh, Don, it, it's completely professional and I just crush it. I, me and the team absolutely crush it. And the team's just all like just voluntary, like getting paid. I'm, I'm all the money. We used all the money to pay them, but still not enough what they deserve. And, and the team just crushed it. So we come back with all this fucking footage. And um, the team's getting paid pennies to edit it together and make it. And so then I reach out to uh, the powers that be and I'm like, hey, uh, do you have any issues with us putting this behind a paywall for a second to see if we can just raise money, but we're still going to give it away free and we'll tell everyone we're doing that so that they can it can just be up to them to pay or not. They say, OK, that's cool, which seems rational, right? So we then the team comes up with this idea, hey, let's make L1 commercials and open commercials. Um, and surprise them with it. So like they, they, they feel like, cause we want them to feel like they, they got more out of it than we did. Right. And, um, and we released him and it was a good deal. And, um, the, the once again, the, this show is going to have the most minutes watched of any content for, for every year that the, the behind the scenes comes out. It's the most minutes watched of any content that CrossFit or anyone in the space puts out. It's going to be that again this year. And um, it's a win for CrossFit. And I'm sure we helped sell some L1s and sell some open. And we I think it helped galvanize and bring the community together. together. There's tons of comments. There hasn't been one negative comment about the behind the scenes. The only negative comments are like, man, Sevon, I hate you, but this is great work. They're all still targeted towards me. And um, and that's it. That's it. But to think that I was somehow contracted by CrossFit, you're a fucking moron scumbag. And don't get me wrong, I'd love to be. Like, they should pay me a million dollars a year. They really should. I'm worth every I'm worth every fucking penny of it. And to think that I want Tia or anybody like they're, everyone's welcome on the show. Not everyone is welcome on the, all the other shows, just so you know. Everyone is welcome on my show. 
Everyone is welcome on my show. Not everyone is welcome on all the show. Tia is totally welcome on the show. Fraser, Justin Medeiros, Noah Olson, Chandler Smith, they're all welcome on the show. I would love to have them on. Danny Spiegel, I've asked her a million times. But I don't give a fuck. You have to understand that. It's their loss. I say that with peace and love and zero humility. This is the biggest platform in the fucking space. You're only hurting yourself. Everyone who comes on here leaves better. Almost everyone. 99.999%. I don't ambush every anyone. I ask deep penetrating questions that allow people to present at a level of their character or their values that you're not going to find anywhere else. And therefore, they get a newer and bigger audience. The best thing you can have happen on most of the other platforms out there is you could leave intact. But you come on here and you will benefit. That's it. Yeah, I can uncancel guests. Yes. I'm on a whole this 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 group, this this uh, group of viewers and um and 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 uh, uh, and peers and colleagues in this media space and the viewers who are circling around this, we we're running the show now. We control the whole fucking narrative. And our intentions are to be a, a, a tremendous positive force. And I think for the, I think we are. And so it's not, um, I, I don't know what the word is. Maybe I misspoke. It's not that I don't care if Tia comes on. It's just, it's, it's nothing or, or, or Mal or, or anyone. It, it's just, it's their loss. It's not my loss. You're going to come on here and you're going to get 50,000 views and you're going to uh, you're going to uh, be on Spotify and iTunes and all that shit. And people are going to be like, wow, the most common comment we have from our guests is, holy shit, I didn't realize I liked that person so much. Or fuck, it sucks that I hate Sevon. He does such a good job interviewing those people. It's just your, it's just it's just other people's egos. It, it was the same thing with same thing with the behind the scenes. I, I mean, Dave knew I was going to go there. I was going to make the behind the scenes. Anyone who didn't want me to do it or who's not glorifying it or helping it, it's their ego getting in the way of hurting the people at Berkshire who are trying to make money off this thing. I'm I'm like the people at Berkshire love me. I'm the tether of fucking of, of uh, I'm a tether of energy that comes from the fucking heavens into this fucking space. Uh, Vin, the Vindicate uh, dude, Travis, made this for me. It's crazy, right? He made it for me like a couple years ago. It's awesome. And then the other day, my kid's like, can I ride that? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Do you know how many times I've meant to bring this into my office? I'm like, no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, Brooke Entz is still coming on. Brooke Entz is still coming on. There's a classic example. I said something about Brooke and Marsden's relationship like two years ago, and Brooke just fucking texts me and goes, hey, dipshit. And she's still coming on. Adam Clink, yeah, I should I would like to have Clink on. He's cool as shit. I've always wanted to have him on. People like the show because like when because 
when when um, Daniel Brandon says, "Hey, dick fuck, I don't like you fucking with Rad. They're my sponsor." Like I respect that. Good on her. I can create some space and see things for what they are. Sevon, uh, asymmetric ears, uh, not just ego. Many people love illusion. If they come on your show, they risk revealing who they really are. I I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Sunny Day Rambler, don't fuck with the rads. Don't fuck with the Jesus. Listen, the 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 best the best CrossFit shoes by far, hands down, are the Savage Ones and the Nano Twos. And then the walk around shoe, the best shoe for the walk around shoe, if, if you want a third shoe, is the Victos. And they're all cut with that same toe, big toe box, and that's it. This is end end of story. All the other shoes, like. I was just watching Daniel Brandon's story this morning. Those shoes are hideous. Listen, you're never, you're never going to look at the nanos and be like, I can't believe I wore those. I promise you in 10 years, you're going to look at those rads and be like, I can't believe I wore those. Like those are, those are like those pants girls wear that they pull up high. Like they're only going to be in that make your butt look flat. Those are only going to be in fashion for a second. And they're not even comfortable. They're bad for your toes. I bet. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm not even like, Go rad, get your billions. Rad, you should sponsor sponsor something of me. Sponsor the show. Look, I told uh, uh, Gabe, I don't drink your shit. I drink good dudes. He's like, I don't care. I like your show. Yeah. And now you not. And now he produces good dudes coffee. So <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. How about that? That's a great one. That's a cool full circle moment. I will say, you got, I do like rads. I like rads a lot. Yeah. See, look, Caleb likes rads. Yeah, I wear them all. I like Rads and Gilruck. If you want let to see, see what, let me see what are you wearing right now? What are you I'm wearing? wearing right now? Nano twos right now, actually. Yeah, see, motherfucker, he's <laughs> wearing nano my, twos right now. These are, these are my walk around shoes, and then my Rads are my training shoes, and my Gilrucks are my work shoes and uh, like other training shoes. So, Those shoes are the same color of a dog's penis. These, yeah, the Red Rocket, yeah. Well, maybe a little. Bit. Yeah, they're pretty close. <laughs> I just got some Gilruck boots the other day for work. Excited about them. I'm deeply appreciative of everyone in the space, the people, the haters, the not haters. I'm thankful for Don and Dave and Danny, and it's all it's all just fun. Just um, it's all just fun. Um, I can understand an athlete being intimidated by Sevon. You need to be sharp or risk being left behind. But the virtue signaling piece is unfair. I, but but I but I won't um. I'm not here to, I'm never here to, I'm, I've never once in the 1800 shows been like, okay, I'm going to clown this person. If someone came on here and they were like, um, uh, I mean, you guys hear my rants about homeschooling and the, in the, the, the injection, but if someone comes on here and they've had it, I'm cool as shit to them. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging them. Like I'm not judging their person. Zach Jones from, from, from Twitter. It's lonely over here. All right. That's it. It was just weird. I was starting to hear the noise of people saying that I got paid by CrossFit. Like, dude, they went out of their way. They, they were great to me. They, I'm, I'm very thankful. Um, but, uh, but, but no one's, no one's paying me, but they should. But they should. If the board had fucking half a brain, they would bring me. I'm an outdoor dog. Do you guys know that? There's indoor dogs and outdoor dogs. Your yard dog? 
and and I'll and I'll also tell you this. So I roll with I roll with the outdoor dogs, mostly. I sometimes talk to the indoor dogs through the window, like Dave. But when I started this a couple of years ago, a lot of the outdoor dogs wanted to be indoor dogs. <clears throat> and guess what? They don't anymore. Outdoor, that we're very happy as outdoor dogs. And the ones that wanted to be indoor dogs um, and, and couldn't come to terms with being outdoor dogs, they're, they're neither now. They're not indoor or outdoor dogs. They're not even dogs. You'll never get this. I'm also being paid by CrossFit. All right. You guys like watching Greg slap me around a little bit? That was gentle. You should have seen when when he when he paid my salary, man. That motherfucker would slap me around good. What is this? Um, people are sending me training think tank videos and um, Rich Froning videos. They did they release some good shit today? Yeah, I think training think tank used some coffee pods and wand stuff for their video today, and then. Mayhem took some hot takes. Uh, so the grand finale is today of the coffee wads and pods thing, right? I think so, yeah. He's, that dude did a whole season. How crazy is that? I was trying to think of how he organized that bracket. How do you organize a bracket where you're like, have to, I don't know, I'm retarded, but getting three people against each other and then how do you build that up? Oh, you're, move it up? Yeah. I would fuck it up and like whoever lost would be in the final finale or some shit. It's in two hours at 12 p.m. How about this dude with the dog out of nowhere? I never even heard of this dude. Oh, Seth. Was that Seth Chip Jump? Whatever yeah. I, he just popped on my radar like a month ago. I think I knew about him because he used to coach Chloe Wilson, who's like a firefighter games athlete wannabe. I like um his content and um the the new the new podcast dude who's Matt crushing it um the counterculture dude. Oh really? Yeah, I like him too a lot. His interview with Colton was fucking awesome. Hmm. Colton killed it. What is what is Rich doing in this picture? Who is the goat? Uh, around the whiteboard uh, finale. Oh shit! Uh, Hiller has a um... seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One more. Oh, that's fuck. Well, that looks uh, good. Wow. I have to watch that. that looks really good. Too much good shit coming out. What are we going to title? Oh, what are we going to title this show? I changed it to The Vows of Victimhood. Oh, I like that. That was what he was saying about, um, uh, 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 or no, what did he say about being poor? It's a vow of poverty, vow of the vow of poverty. 
Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that was good. The vow of poverty. That's what it means to be a Democrat, the vow of poverty. What's this? 150-ish. What's 150-ish? Oh, yeah, thank you. Sorry, I forgot. I was off schedule. Unhinged rant is over. Time to go pee. I don't even have to pee today. All right, Caleb, thank you. Guys, uh, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It's weird. It said two hours, but it's actually three hours uh, until the Coffee Pods and Wad show goes. That's going to be a fun one. It's been a minute since I've done a show with uh, Hiller. Maybe I'll jump on with Hiller later on today before that show. And I'll get them all fired up and find out like maybe we can do maybe we can I can rehearse with Hiller a little bit. I could pretend to be Pedro and Hiller could answer some questions and shit, get them all warmed up and he could mash spin and uh, dog boy. I thought that was Colton. Colton could be dog boy, too. Oh, Rafa tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow we hear the story about an illegal immigrant. That'll be fun. In our midst, we have one. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.